man, I'm feeling pretty good. I might be a little overconfident, to be honest with you, but I don't care. I feel that good. I think we win 3-0 on Wednesday. Listen, you know what? I think we're going to go 4-0. Forgot it's Campana, who's won the foot race. Campana's in behind. She's a goalkeeper! And that's how you set the tone! And that's how you score by Ah, yes. We're recording this on a very early, what is this, Thursday morning? Yes. But I, I, we couldn't wait. We couldn't wait. And I'm sure people listening are feeling the same. Last night was the most electric I've felt that stadium since I've stepped inside of it. The atmosphere was amazing. And what better way to clinch a playoff berth than against the Mickey Mouse Orlando FC or CF or whatever the fuck they call themselves. But before we get into that, I wanted to see how you doing, Chris, in this early morning. Well, it sucks to wake up so early, especially, you know, uh, coming home so late, you know. But it was such a such an incredible game. The, the Like you said, the atmosphere was the best that I've seen all year. Uh, and it's on a Wednesday. What a showing, huh? Yeah, man. Could you imagine that game on a Saturday or Sunday? Oh, and it my was, goodness. I, I will tell you what was a little disappointing. The fact that there was, like, almost no purple out there. Last year, I had such a great time at that game, even though we ended up losing. Because I sit on the south – we sit on the south side. Last year, yeah. you weren't there. I was – and my seats were literally next to the visiting supporter section. And that whole section was just straight purple. <laughs> and we scored first. So, believe me, we had one a hell of a time when we went up 1-0. Ultimately, we lost. But I was really hoping for that similar atmosphere – where we can just go ahead and, and talk a lot of crap, especially because I felt so good about the outcome. Yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, alas, it doesn't matter if they were there or they're at home. Either way, I'm just glad that they're really upset. They're not in the playoffs as of right now. They're the eighth seed. Couldn't be us because we are a, a legit playoff team. And yes. um, it just feels really good. So we couldn't wait. We, we didn't want to wait. We're like, you know what? We, we need to get on the mic as early as possible. So here we are. So, Chris, what did you think about last night? Well, I mean, look, the, the one thing that I was really looking forward to was the, the, the turnout of the crowd, right? It was, it's funny because you anticipate that it's going to be a big game, but then you put in all these other negative factors, right? It's a Wednesday, next day is a school day, um, you know, it's an 8 o'clock game, game's ending like at 10 o'clock, a lot of people getting home late. I, I didn't, I was hoping that it'd be a, a great showing, especially since we just won against Toronto, but it really was something else to actually see. And not even to see, but to feel like the fans were were really, really into the game. And I think, you know, what helped, of course, was Campana scoring within the, the minute. That definitely set the tone for the stadium and the atmosphere. Yes. Because when you go in there, right, and, like, the, the players kind of settle into the game, and the same way the players settle into the game, the crowd kind of settles into the game. They settle into their seats. They, they maybe talk a little bit, you know, the north, not the north side, right? The north side's chanting before the game even starts. But the rest of the stadium, for the most part, kind of settles into the game. But with that hot start by Campana, it was just immediate. Like, you just felt the electricity. Everybody felt, okay, this is 
this is going to be the game where we clinch that playoff split. And yeah. there was like no doubt about it as soon as that happened. And 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 you could tell that and I was I was wondering about the game which we're probably going to be talking about the game in, in a little bit but uh just I guess speaking of the atmosphere um that's one of the huge things that helped out the big goal by by Campana in the beginning and then obviously after that the crowd started getting into it started chanting things together um it was it was the most electric crowd that I've seen all season and it's at the perfect timing especially coming into the playoffs uh, you know, one more game left, uh, one more home game left. I mean, I mean, we couldn't have had it better as fans, to be perfectly honest. And one of the funnest parts of last night is that I think we got our first legit English chant in the stadium. Now, it was an explicit, explicit word, so I don't know. I mean, I say it all the time, but I'm, I'm not going to come out. I usually say it, and it just slips out. I'm not going to go ahead and pre, uh, say it. It was F Orlando. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I hope we get a little bit more of that. It just—it was the way the crowd reacted yesterday, yeah. the chance and for everything. I, I just felt like it was just—it was just a magical night, man. I just had so much fun last night. Well, and and I want to talk a little bit about the game. You know, as far as the game oh, well, is let's concerned, talk a lot a bit about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to talk for sure about the game because I want to—I want to be able to take a look at how they approached the game um, in the beginning. You know, like I said, that goal by Campana, to me, I believe that it completely deflated Orlando. There was no, there was, you didn't see any life in that team. To be honest, watching the game, as far as just looking at it generally, I didn't see any life out of Orlando until maybe like the 60th minute. But you know what? I felt like they had a lot of possession of that game. Yes, they They, did. Yeah. They held a lot of possession. And I felt like, um, I, I don't know, like, although they had a lot of possession, it felt like they didn't do much with it because well, they, they weren't really creating many chances. Well, and they did have a lot of possession. I mean, passing over here, passing over there, that's obviously going to sort of tally you up. But well, what is they, have a, they have a decent midfield. It's just they don't have many finishers. Well, and but that's, the, that's what I was just about to get to. What are you going to do with it, right? We just had the opportunity. I mean, think about this, man. Gregory wasn't playing. Pozuelo mm-hmm. wasn't playing. Correct. You, you had guys coming in, filling spaces that I guess they're not really accustomed to. You know, I mean, you know, Taylor came on. He started. He played sort of like no, a... But, but t- like a wingback. But Taylor's always... Yeah. I feel like Taylor is that utility guy. He's, he's, he's always right. Taylor for, for absolutely anything, man. He yeah. is one of the unsung heroes because... Neville feels so comfortable just moving him around and putting him absolutely everywhere and anywhere. And he usually produces and plays well wherever he's put. So I feel like Robert Taylor doesn't get enough credit for what he's done for us this season. Well, and and one thing I was super duper proud of is that they started Duke. I mean, from the fake, you know, from the fake report of uh, from the fake report of the setup. Right. That I'm showing right yeah, here on yeah, YouTube yeah, 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 yeah. that uh-huh. Inter Miami does. They ended up uh, placing Bryce Duke as a as a, as a center attacking midfielder with Campana and Iguain. And I, I'll tell you this much, Duke held his own. He did a really good job. Vasilev played uh, very well on defense, surprisingly. I mean, he's a very active player to begin with. So to me, I, I, I kind of assumed that he would do very well. But starting, you know, we've been kind of wishy-washy with him. 
but he he impressed me as the starter goes. So and he had a he had a great outlet pass out to Lasseter on that second goal, and then Lasseter yes. built it up and then crossed it over to Higuain. So yes. so Vasilev played well. Uh, obviously, we're used to seeing Vasilev on the wing, but we really don't use wings anymore. Yeah. We, we use wing wing backs with Yedlin and Robert Taylor. So it was nice seeing him play in the diamond formation and be productive. Yeah. Um, now, I guess we can get onto some of the negatives, and not not so much a negative, like because they did poorly, but an, a huge negative was seeing Campana go down. Yes. Now, my understanding is that he he was grabbing at his hamstring. Um, it, it really sucks because I mean the playoffs like they already said that he's not playing on Sunday, so so that's done. Yeah, Wine's gonna be the, the 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 lone striker, but I. It's it's really sucks to to think that Pozuelo, Iguain, and Campana have only gotten to play. I think it's like three games starting together. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like it, it's 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 kind of man. It, it kind of brings like I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. It kind of brings me back to the whole James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant thing. Like you never imagine being... how great right how great it's gonna be when they get together and then they just yeah. never get to play together. And it, it really sucks. I really hope that he's okay and that maybe he's fit for the playoffs. But judging by supposedly the reaction he had, I mean, we couldn't see it from our seats, but apparently he was in tears. So th- that doesn't sound very good. So so I guess we could just wait and see, but that, yeah. that was a big time loss last night. No, for sure. And and watching watching when he was when he was on the ground, you could tell that it was something that that was really affecting him and and it looked pretty serious. But it goes back to the point that you were making, right? I mean, it really sucks to see that kind of thing where you'll never, you never often see your three sort of powerhouse players, right? I mean, we just got Pozuelo. So Pozuelo's been playing pretty consistently with Iwain. You finally were able to get Campana in the rotation, get him starting. And then he get hurt. He gets hurt now. And, and we're, we're about to make our stride into the playoffs. It's like you said, hopefully it's not too serious, but he does bring uh, a different sort of uh, attacking uh, sense, not just in the sense of attacking and, and as a striker, but, you know, defenders in the back can't just rely on, oh, well, it's Iguain. He can't, he's not going to be running all around me or anything like that. He's always very active. I mean, just like how we got that first goal yesterday. You know, you're not going to get that from Iguain, but you're going to get no. that from Campana for sure. No, he, he legged that out and, and – um man he always so does that things. too he always yeah, does but, he always does and, that and and the best thing is that he just doesn't do that on offense like you see him running back on defense and that's going to be a huge loss because yeah. i love Iguain and i love Pozuelo. but i mean i don't think any inter miami fan is going to come here and defend their defensive prowess like <laughs> you know that they don't really get back on defense but campana does campana puts forth that effort and and more than any no, not more than anything, because I'm into Miami before anything else. But of course. I, I, I really feel bad that this could affect his World Cup. Yeah. Because he was he really wanted to play for Ecuador in the World Cup. And long term, this could, you know, ruin the chances of that. And so I feel for him because that's like a once in a lifetime thing. You never know when Ecuador is gonna be back in the World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and the one thing about it is, is that, and that's something that he's been looking forward to all season. Yeah, you're right. I, and, I mean, he's been looking and, forward to that spot. And I mean, you tell me what you think. If you're Phil Neville, and he and he comes up, I guess. I mean, I guess if he comes up to you, do what he wants. But yeah, and you saying, okay, I think he could play. Do you play him, even though you, you know you maybe you're sacrificing 
his opportunity to make it to the World Cup because if he plays and risks injury and then gets injured, he, he's going to miss the World Cup. Like, do you think Campana is going to take that risk just to play in the playoffs for the MLS? I mean, it's a, it's it's a good question because think about it, right? He's, so he's on a loan to the team, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at this point, I, I'm We're just thinking as far as him, yeah, but I'm thinking as far as like you know what what I guess do coaches look at it a little bit more selfishly? Like, well, I got this guy on a loan, you know, I want I want him to succeed, but at the same time, I want my team to succeed more. Right, and I need him to succeed on the field for my team to succeed. So maybe he's thinking uh, sort of now in terms of Campana instead of the future, right? I mean, do you want to risk losing in the playoffs and not playing him? You know, th- there's there's different ways of looking at it as well. So right, but uh, but I guess I mean the aspect of if you're Campana, do you take that risk? Because yeah, winning an MLS championship is cool and all. I mean, for us, that I mean, yeah. for me, that's the ultimate outside of maybe a, a U.S. World Cup or something like that. But to Campana, I'm sure there's nothing bigger than being a part of the World Cup for his country. Yeah. So is he going to really risk that for a, a playoff game? Because I mean, I think we have a great chance. As soon yeah. as you, as soon as the playoffs start, I feel like this is a new team. We're one of the best teams. But does he really want to win an MLS championship more than? Than participate in the World Cup, I don't know. So I don't. That's I don't the only think thing that worries me. That's that's the only thing that worries me. But again, if he were to choose to sit out because he doesn't want to risk injury, no, because he I mean, doesn't want to sack, he doesn't want to jeopardize his his chances of being in the World Cup. I wouldn't blame him, but I really hope it doesn't come to that. Yeah, I mean, but it was it was it was covered earlier in the season that Campana was. I mean, I don't want to say desperate, but that he was sort of vying for a spot on on the national team. So right. I, I I could definitely understand his his idea of wanting to play for them. I mean, it's a dream that I imagine is for every every soccer player to play for. You know, their national course, team. Yeah. So I think that I, I mean, I hope everything works out well. Hopefully, it's not that big of an injury. And, and then we can be able to get him on the field. But we'll have to see in due time. So, I mean, so, and, and mm-hmm. go ahead. You were saying? No, I was about to switch subjects. Go ahead, finish up. No, 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 that's it. Yeah, I was, I was actually going to switch subjects as well and talk a little bit about how it sucks to be Orlando, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you start off the game and you're in what? You're in sixth place, right? You're uh, in sixth yes. place at yes, the time. You're in sixth place, right behind Cincy, uh-huh. Yeah, you, you take a L in Miami, right? Now you got to drive three and a half hours up the turnpike. And no, but now, nobody came down here. They're not driving anywhere. You don't they're think so? Through. You think they're from no, Orlando man. and they live in Miami? I mean, they're losers. You, you got to no, be kidding they, me. They, 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 they were sprinkled in, and I think the ones that were here actually live in Miami because, like I said, there was nobody in that section. It was really disappointing, and it does suck to be Orlando. You know why it sucks to be Orlando? Because they were talking so much on social media. Oh it was we even had some dude comment under one of my posts and start eating a sandwich for some odd reason and just staring into the camera. It's one of the most what, awkward things I've ever seen in my life. What a loser. But I was waiting to see where these Orlando fans were last night, but they were nowhere to be found. Because it sucks to be Orlando. You went from six talking crap about Miami to now you're eighth. Couldn't be us, because we're a playoff team. Where are they at? 
I, I don't see them anywhere. And you know what the best thing is? Is that they were actually believing that they could beat us. Like they they really believed yeah, that. No, they really reason. in their in their in their Mickey Mouse heart. Mickey Mouse. Right. It, but why would they think that? We've played them twice in Orlando. They haven't been able to score. I mean, it's a miracle that they scored yesterday. That little dribbler, it, it's such a weak goal. Unfortunately, Drake was yeah, you know, out of I position. Feel so bad he but didn't get the clean sheet. It, 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 it does because that 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 shouldn't have gone in. It's okay, Drake. You know, we all make mistakes. Yeah. You've been playing amazing anyway. But it really sucks because they we should have played them three times and basically shut them out three times. Yes, I know that they scored on that own goal technically, but we've scored more in Orlando this year in regulation than they have because Damian Lowe was the only one that found the back of the net when we were playing against Orlando this year. So I don't understand why they thought that. Orlando is trash. They're yeah, not going to make the playoffs. And they're going to be looking up at us. I, I'm sick and tired of them thinking that they're a superior franchise. We have, I don't know how many sanctions. We have only one DP playing. We had like 19 new players added to this team this year. Yeah. And they've been around for like 37 years. They have one title. It's some U.S. Open title. Yeah, that's cute and everything. Took you seven years to get that. And come on, I'm sick of them. Yeah. I'm, so they so they, they couldn't be nothing sweeter than making the playoffs by beating those scrubs. Well, I mean, they they they're gassed because they won their little Tykes Trophy uh, against Sacramento Republic, where they had to cheat and watch them practice. I mean, a, a U.S. That's team. right. That's right. Yeah. A USL team, they had to they had to cheat and watch them practice. They couldn't they could they're not they're not confident enough to beat them just on their own with their own skill, right? Nope. They win their they win their little Tonka to, their Tonka trophy, and you got sandwich guy out here with his stale ass sandwich and his fucking <laughs> expired RC cola. I mean, get out of here with that, I, I, Orlando fans. You guys are just trash. You guys are yeah. trash. Well, 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 well. Okay, not all Orlando fans are trash. Okay, some of the, I've met some of them; they're they're nice, but the ones that talk a lot of crap to Miami, those are trash. Well, and the and the people that were there yesterday, I mean, there's no way that somebody. I, I mean, I I couldn't see it. I, I I would think that they're from Orlando. I mean, I don't know. No way that they drove down on a Wednesday to go watch their team get their ass kicked. You know that they knew they were going to lose. Come on, man. Anybody uh, with with hey, and before I keep going on Twitter. I was highly offended. Guys, how are you going to doubt our predictions? Yeah. How are you going to say that we were crazy for calling a 3-0-4-0 win? <laughs> you had no faith? You had no faith that we're going to trash Orlando? Orlando is not a good team, people. Don't let them fool you. They're not a good team. You, you know, know how I know that? Because they're currently not in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in eighth place right now. I mean, so look, Orlando, I, I was kind of scared about their prediction I felt like I mean you know I go way too big on these right and then I mean, I'm giving yeah, I mean, you, I'm you, giving Emerson you're, like a hundred yeah. I'm, I'm giving Emerson like a hundred goals and giving everybody else one I mean Phil Neville gets on the field and scores a goal too you know I I am definitely a little more uh, reserved when it comes to my predictions yeah. but even I had to go big three zero like and look it was four zero like you said for uh, a couple for, for, for a seventy while. minutes. That, 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 yeah, up until the 70th minute. minute, yeah. So, and, I mean, we weren't that off. Well, but and and let me tell you, the fact that the, the fact that we won the game four one, it sucks that Drake couldn't get the clean sheet. But overall, he played a, a really good game. Defense played really good as well, 
and Orlando, you guys suck. You're in eighth place, and you got to play, <laughs> and you got to play a really good team, like a really a, 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 an actual good team in Columbus Crew. And I hope that they take another big fat L against Columbus Crew, man. That would be. Oh, you know what? That's gonna be a, an entertaining game because it's it literally is. winning your end for both of them. So yes. playoffs start early for them. But I'll, I'll be rooting hard for Columbus. And but now let's get into our playoff scenarios. So we yeah. are officially in the playoffs. There's no officially. doubt about it. There's a, we can lose it. next game and we're still in. I've I've listened to other Inter Miami podcasts where they have people, and as Inter Miami is like the fifth seed, they're like, yeah, but they're not really a playoff team. Not gonna call any names, but it actually makes it makes absolutely no sense how they yeah. could be placed in the fifth seed. And you're like, yeah, but they're not a playoff team. Literally, they are a playoff team. While you were saying that, they're, they're officially a playoff team. And um, it, it just feels good that we still have an opportunity to get a home playoff game. Yeah. Now, when the season started, the first five games, look, I, and for any new listeners, Chris is relatively new to the sport, right? You just started watching yes. soccer last year. Yes, yes. First time season ticket holder. I kind of convinced him to, to kind of join in. And we <laughs> you were thought five, it was going to be a disaster. Yes. We were five games into the season. We, we had won no games, lost four, and drew one. And in my mind, I felt absolutely horrible. I said, man, Chris, I am sorry. I am sorry that I made you spend this money to be a season ticket holder to support literally the worst team in the league. And um, Got dominated credit, by Austin FC. Oh, look, I don't even want to relive those first five. It feels like a completely different season. It <laughs> yeah, literally feels it does, like another it season. Does. It does. So after those five games, I felt horrible. But to your credit, you stuck it through. You said, it's all good. I'm having fun anyway. And yeah. then the wind started reeling in. And, and it's just been an awesome time after those first five games. We're a playoff team. And after those first five games, I would have never thought that – maybe I would have thought that there's a possibility at the playoffs. But a possibility of hosting a home playoff game, like that's legit. If we win on Sunday and the Red Bulls draw or lose against Charlotte – we're going to be hosting a home playoff game. Like, that That to me is crazy. And you know who we're going to host? We talked about it last, last episode. We'd be hosting the Red Bulls. And, uh, and again, I mean, it couldn't have been painted any better, like you said in the last podcast, where you have Lewis Morgan coming back to where he played for mm -hmm. and then getting shipped off after the game. You're done, Morgan. You're done. Like the young kids are saying, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait. To, I can't wait for that. I mean, that that's going to be incredible. If we get the if we get a home playoff game, and and I imagine it would only be for the first uh, for the first round because after that you'll be facing everybody else. Um, that yes, would be a yeah. higher well, seed than you, will, unless no, you play yeah, a lower depends. seed. Yeah, right, it depends. Depends if there's upsets. All right, so let me paint this picture for you. Okay, I, I want I want to see what you think. Yeah. So we got into Miami, right? Currently in fifth seed. If the playoffs started today, we'd be visiting the Red Bulls in New Jersey to open the playoffs, okay? I told you that there's a possibility we host a game. If we host, we'd be playing against the Red Bulls at home. That's fine. I believe... I believe that if we play the Red Bulls at home, we could win. And we'd go on to the second round. The thing there is that if Montreal and NYCFC win their games, we would be moving on to the second round to play against Philadelphia, which is 
the best team in the league. Well, in the yeah. East and almost in the league. So this is the yeah. scenario I'm going to make for you, okay? All right. Hy- hypothetically, would you rather go in as the fourth or fifth seed playing against the Red Bulls, but then you have to go ahead and play against Philadelphia in the second round, or would you rather go in as the sixth seed, play against NYCFC in their little sandbox of a stadium, and if we were to beat them, we would play against either Montreal or whoever played play against in the first round. Yeah, like Columbus. So, so the op- or... right. So the options are Red Bulls or NYCFC, and if we win either one of those, the Red Bulls would lead us into Philadelphia, and beating NYCFC would lead us into Montreal. Which one would you take? I think I'd take the Red Bulls Avenue. That would be the avenue that I would probably, preferably take. That because the the other avenue takes us towards, you know, I mean, Columbus Crew is just scary good, man. They're a you scary so? good team. Yeah, they're a very surprisingly good team. I I okay. really didn't expect this kind of, um, I, I this out, you know, this performance by by Columbus Crew and. They've had a lot of good games where the the ball just didn't bounce their way. I guess I'll use a football uh, cliche, an American football cliche. Um, to me, you want to know what you want to know what route I want. Any mm. route that takes us to trash ass Cincinnati, any no. route no, that takes us we, to them, which it would be highly doubtful, but that would be the route because it that, would make me uh-huh. feel so happy to watch him get scored on that 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 goalie that decided to get so happy about tying us. I find it so weird how much you've hung on to that goalie. No, man, that was bad. His face was traumatizing. He was celebrating. No, I don't care about whether he was celebrating a tie, dude. Like, calm down, guy. But But they were getting their ass kicked. Well, I mean, get your ass kicked. I don't know. You're terrible. Well... We're in the playoffs. Those are the scenarios. Let me break it down one more time. We're in the playoffs. If we win and the Red Bulls lose their tie, we move into fourth and we host the Red Bulls. If the Red Bulls win, we're going to – and we win or – yeah, if we win or draw against Montreal, we're going to stay in the fifth seed and we would visit the Red Bulls. And if Cincinnati were to win and we were to lose, they'd move up to sixth. We'd move, uh, they'd move to fifth, we'd move down to sixth, and we'd be playing NYCFC in the first round, which would – honestly, I hate the fact that we would play NYCFC strictly for the fact that I would hate to play in that sandbox. Now, the yeah. one positive is that because the Yankees are in the playoffs, I think that, they'd that have NYCFC – they'd have to play elsewhere? Right, they'd have to play either in Red Bull Stadium, which is an embarrassment, having wow. to play in your, in your rival stadium, or the other option is City Field, but – the Mets are also in the playoffs. So I'm not even. I don't even know if they have a stadium to play in right now because the Red Bulls <laughs> are technically in the playoffs. Like, but my hope is that they'd be playing in an actual soccer field instead of the sandbox of Yankee Stadium. Um, but those are the scenarios, and I'm I'm really optimistic. I, I I still think that there's a great chance that we get a home playoff game. The one downfall is that Charlotte lost. You know, they drew last night. But with the draw, they basically eliminated themselves from the playoff contention. Yes. So they're the team that are playing against the Red Bulls, and they no longer have anything to play for. So I don't know how they're going to come out on Sunday. Maybe they want to end the the, end the season it on a high playing note. spoiler. It... Yeah, and ending with the spoiler. Um, I'm not sure if they play in Charlotte or in uh, the Red Bull Stadium. Well, it looks it looks to me they it, play it, at, it looks... in, in New Jersey. They play in New Jersey. Yeah, it looks to me it's a, a home game for the Red Bulls. 
So that sucks. But we're, we're going to be rooting for Charlotte and rooting for Columbus on Sunday. That's for sure. Yeah. And, and, and then, of course, we have Montreal coming up. You know, Montreal's going to be a huge game. Yeah. Uh, especially since it's the last home game. Not a huge game in the sense of that we need to clinch or anything like that. Luckily, we already did that playing against uh, the Mickey Mouse team. Mm-hmm. But it is the last home game, and, and we want to finish off the regular season on a high note. Uh, you know, we played we played Montreal earlier this season, I believe, no? Yeah, we played them in Montreal, and we tied 2-2. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that was actually the road trip that we went on where we that, were... Where we beat San Jose the game before. Yes, and... Mm-hmm. I feel like if again this goes back to the deal of what you said. I mean, we're we're at home, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, home sweet home is always the best for for Inter Miami. We always have the best success. Yesterday was a magical. It was really really magical, and I, I imagine that we're going to have another successful game against Montreal for sure as well. well and they're I, and they're they're actually fighting for um for for the top seed. spot. Yeah. Right, right. They're, they're fighting for the first seed, so they're not going to be an easy out. And I would assume that Neville, because we're tech, we're already in the playoffs, he's not yeah. going to risk Pozuelo re-injuring himself. So Pozuelo's probably not going to play. He's going to be fresh for the playoffs the following week. Campana's already not playing. So we're going to see a lot of what we saw last night. Now, he came out and he said that they wanted to attack. They were very aggressive last night. Um, yes. and, and it worked out. I know I, I was talking a lot of crap about Lasseter last week. About yes. how uh, and he showed he, out, man. Just, yes, yes, he, he showed out about how he doesn't finish, and he went from thirty feet out or thirty yards out, whatever it was, and and he finished. I, yes. If he would have missed that, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Iguain would have given him the the, the look of death because Iguain oh, was waiting yeah. for that outlet pass. He decided yeah. to take it himself and shut me up because I said he couldn't finish. He finished, and it, it was just it, it was a magical night. So we have Montreal, and. I mean, a lot riding on this game because, again, if we don't win this game, we have no shot of a, a home playoff game. Now, all the games, I believe, start at 2.30. So we're going to be scoreboard watching as we're playing our game at 2.30. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll start with you before I, I give my prediction. What do you What do you feel going into Montreal? Or actually with Montreal coming into town? Well, I mean, with the Orlando game, I felt like it was just perfect to to sort of imagine that the score would be high, right? Yeah, it's a uh-huh. it's the it's a rival. We've been on a really good streak, and yep. I felt like it was needed, and you could tell yep. that that it was in the air. But now yep. against Montreal, where I mean, we have a better team clearly in the t- in terms of a better team than Orlando. Um, I, I can't imagine that we're going to be scoring four goals again. No, uh, no, not at all. Yeah, no. I can't imagine that. I, I probably would assume it'd be 2-1, 2-0, somewhere around there. You know what? My official my official prediction will be 3-1. Let's do that. Let's do that. Does that sound about right? Did I go too high no, there? No, no, no. Hey, man, your prediction is your prediction, you know? Like, I mean, I, I go for it. I, 11-1. I appreciate, I appreciate your... Uh, <laughs> I My enthusiasm optim- with the with your the, optimism, yeah, your optimism. Now, Montreal is isn't necessarily like the greatest defensive team, but they're, they're not the worst either. Somewhere in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're a great team because they're fighting to be the one seed in the East. 
Now, I was hoping that by this point in the season, they would either be already the first seed or they would have no chance and, and they'd be, you know, just taking it back a little bit. But because they're probably going to try to get that, that first round by, I think they're going to go all out. I still think as a home team, I never lose hope. As a home team, I feel like we always have a chance. And because we went into Montreal and we tied 2-2, I think that we have a great opportunity to win this game. I don't want to say I feel overconfident. I don't think it's a sure thing like I felt about Orlando. But because we know that there's a possibility yeah. of a home playoff game, I think Neville is going to have his guys ready because if, if there was no chance at that, at that point, you kind of just want to go into the playoffs healthy. But we want that home playoff game. Yeah, I yeah. think that we're going to go into this game, and I think we win 1-0. Oh, my God. All of that to get to 1-0, my guy? I I'm realistic. Oh, my God. I'm realistic. I'm realistic. Okay, fine. I'll change it. Yeah, two change. One. Is that better? 2-1? Two yeah, 2-1. I'll take 2-1. That I sounds reasonable. I, I think we win, and I think we win by one goal. You're probably right. Maybe not 1-0 just because we can't seem oh. to keep a clean sheet. Keeping a clean sheet for us is almost impossible. Even like with yesterday's crappy little dribbler that somehow made it in. Um, so, yes. Okay, fine. 2-1. Is that 2-1? I think we Listen. win 2-1. And But I do think we win. I think we win. We end on a high note. And I really, really, really hope that we end up with a home playoff game because I don't want Sunday to be the last time Iguain plays at home. Well, I want one more playoff game. A one playoff game. Because Iguain, like, I have never, like, we had heard chants for Iguain in the past. And but those chants last night, those chants of Pipa and the when, when the announcer was yelling Gonzalo and the crowd all in unison yeah. was yelling Iguain, man, that was so awesome. I want to experience that not just one more time on Sunday. I want to experience that during a playoff game. I want him to go out on a high note. I want him to score the game winner and send us to the second round and kind of be the swan song for his Inter-Miami career. Like, he sent us into the second round with the goal, and, and that's how I hope this thing ends. So, yes, I think we win on Sunday because I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep believing, and we are going into the second round. That's right. I already predicted it. I think you're on mute, Chris. Well, while Chris has his technical difficulties, now one other thing I did want to touch up on before we get out of here is last night we got our little season ticket boxes. Now, I haven't opened yeah. mine quite yet, okay? I'm literally going to open it. Now, I was about to open it while we were setting up, but then I thought I'm going to wait till we record because isn't that like a popular thing on YouTube, like unboxing? Like yes, my kids sit in front of like their YouTube and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to see this little Asian kid open up a box of crayons or something. And it makes absolutely yeah. no sense to me. Was that kid's name Ryan or something? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, I, I'm going to open this up. Have you opened up yours yet? Yes, I already did. I already did. I took okay. all, all of the goodies out. And by the oh, way, what I was trying to mention earlier is that Montreal has a better record away than they do at home. Oh man, you just killed me. Yeah. So they're a good road team, but you know what? They could be a good road team all they want. They're playing against one of the best home teams in the league, and nobody yes. else has the La Familia backing like we. So do. what was that that you just put down? A little, I, I believe it was like a little card. You got a patch a there card. in your hand. It was, it was a cute little card. 
that we're writing the story of the football club in a soccer league and we are writing the story of a football club like no other. Let me see the patch. Let me see the patch. Show me the patch because that's one thing that I really liked. It was a heartbeat. So does this go on our jersey? I believe so. I believe so. so I am the heartbeat 2022 season. Is this what it is? It's a patch for your jersey? Okay, I, yeah. so I got this this little card that says thank you. And we're part of history and like football and you, the fans, our club is fueled by passion. Okay, that's cute. I got the patch and then I got the For scarf. predicting 1-0, oh. for predicting 1-0, you, you need to oh, turn in that, that patch. Give me that patch yeah. because of your 1-0 prediction, guy. Ooh, I am the heartbeat. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, that's super nice. So I have now my scarf around my neck. I got my playoff belief shirt. If you guys want it, the Battered Fans website goes live this weekend. Get your playoff belief shirts. And, my shirt uh, right here it. with Campana and Iguain right here. Yeah, we, 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 we're doing it. We're doing it. I feel like this is going to be a good playoff run. I'm excited. Do you have anything else for the people, Chris? It's not going to be 1-0, guys. Don't listen to Danny. He's terrible. I changed it to 2-1, man. And regardless, I believe. Whether, it's, whether it's 1 0, 10 0, 5 4, it doesn't matter. As long as we leave with the win and we end up with the home playoff game, that's really all that matters. And Emerson scoring three goals, hat trick. Okay. I, 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 can, I can ride with that this time because, well, you know, Emerson, uh, he, he, I, I thought that he might do something yesterday, actually. <laughs> yeah, I actually thought he was going to do something too. So I was like, I, the, way, the way this is going 4 0, I was like, you know what? Emerson might actually get a goal tonight. Yeah, that would have been beautiful. But right. can't wait for the next game. Game Montreal, home game, 2 o'clock. You guys got to be out there again. And, yes, hopefully uh, that crowd is as live as it was last night. It's going to be yes. awesome. It's going to be hot 2 in the afternoon, but it's going to be awesome. Hasta domingo.